Hello everyone and welcome to the Sario Dev Show, Engineering IRL, where I teach you how to improve as an engineer and apply the engineering mindset to real life. So in today's episode, uh, what we're going to be talking about is how to engineer a good user experience. Now, similar to last, uh, the last episode, if you haven't listened to the last episode, it's probably important to listen to that one first before uh, continuing with this one. But if you've only got time for this one, it'll still make sense and you'll still get some sort of value out of it. Um, like the previous episode, this is another juicy episode. We will be going through exactly why you should care about user experience, uh, A, and B, how, how do we make it happen? Why do I, we as engineers care about this? Um, so, first of all, the user experience in the engineering world, you may think I'm talking about a, a graphical user interface. And it partly is that, but there's more to it, there's more depth to it. It's not only how, it's not a software engineering only thing, okay? You don't have to be designing an app. Uh, to care about user experience or designing a website to care about user experience. In actual fact, user experience can actually relate to any, any engineering discipline, I would say, because at the end of the day, even as an engineer, you design for people that are not yourself. You design for users. The users may not be computer users in the way that we use that terminology, but someone at the, at the end of the day has to consume what you uh, create and design. They have to look at your design. They have to look at something. So in the engineering world, you, even if you have uh, something for construction, you've got another set, you've got another team who have to uh, come off your design. They have to read your design and then actually do the work against that design. They're your users in that context, okay? They are your users. Now, I don't want to get it confused here. If you haven't listened to previous episode, I'll just uh, quickly capture that now. The user, when I talk about user interface, so UI, I'm not talking about user experience, UX. So you hear UI, UX. When we talk about UI, we're more talking about the way that the interface actually looks. Visually, uh, themes, colors, uh, basically everything about the, the, the visual aspect. The interface, when the user, how the interuse, when the user has to interact with the, with the uh, software or whatever it is, that is your user interface. And I went in depth there, talking about some some ways to improve it, to improve your uh, user interface uh, design and things you should keep in mind. But I didn't go too in depth to the point where it crossed over to the user experience. So this will be the next level. User interface can look pretty, but there could be no meat user experience so the meat is the function behind everything ui is the interface and how it looks user experience is what ties that two together now when you're thinking of user experience let's get down to it the most important thing with the user experience is not only not only to think uh, like from the mind of the user Everyone will say, oh, user experience. Just think, just put yourself in the shoes of the user. There's a problem with that is because 
you're the designer, you as the user, trying to put yourself in a mindset of a user, it's very difficult. Because you have some prior context. You, have you are the designer. You have, you have prior context. It is impossible to have that raw uh, user uh, frame of reference. It's virtually impossible. It'd be very hard to do that. A lot of the time when you say, when you hear those stories of someone that says, but you know, I came up with this perfect design because I was a user of the system. What they mean is they were a user beforehand, before they were designing the solution. So they used other systems, they used other, they've come into this situation prior to coming up with the design. And therefore they were a user at that point in time. So they come from a solution with that frame of reference. That's the difference. Okay, so now accept that you can only go so far pretending that you're the user, okay? <clears throat> what you really need to do to try and get close to that is think about um, well, let's start simpler. Grouping together the uh, functions of a page, okay, the buttons or whatever you decide, uh, uh, whatever is on that page or whatever is on uh, the design, maybe it's a technical drawing. Gathering the relevant parts of information together uh, categorically. So start categorically, like this, like these are your menu. So uh, coming back to first, I'll do uh, like a user interface. Uh, like an app where your menu if it's a menu item that goes together with all the other menu items you don't have your menu items spread across the page or even if you have uh, menu items relative to other functions on the page they all go to one menu item because when you're looking for menu options you go to the menu okay a little simplistic, I know, but you really have to think. You really have to think. So, for example, um, you have you have a uh, form where you want users to put in information, and then later that user can create, uh, let's call it groups. Now, you you take the user button and the user in the user field. You don't have a uh, secret create account menu somewhere. The second that someone wants to go to use the software, the app, um, you bring the user menu to them. That's where the user menu is, right in front and center. Because if your user, if if to use the app, you must have logged in, for example, then it's very obvious that's the information you want to bring. And you want to bring that nice and big, nice and middle, uh, right where the middle of the attention would be, right where their eyeline would be already there. Okay. Let me give you an example of a subtle user experience thing. And it may seem obvious in this example, but as we go into more examples, all you have to do is come back to this example. Okay, there's more complicated screens and menus and things you'll be designing. Come back to this. When you're creating a new user form, you've probably signed up to millions of these. You have your username, your password, and login. If you want to create a new user and you're not signed up already, these UI designers and user experience designers are geniuses at this. They put the create account button right there with it. In fact, the create account button is probably uh, more prominent than the user login button. Okay, because you trying to access the site requires being a user. If you're a user, you're either an existing user or a new user. So logically, those two options are together, logging in and being a new user. Now, 
the next level of that and why you see new user ahead of uh, login as an existing user. If you're an existing user, then they're not trying to convince you. They're not targeting you. You're already an existing user. You, you've been in there before. You're going to go through the extra effort of looking away from the center of attention to finding the login button. If you're a new user, they want to funnel you straight into the login process. Okay. And that's basically all they show you. First name, last name, email address, put in a password, secret questions, create account. Okay. The very next page they take you either is like some sort of authentication to your email address. And lo and behold, when they send you that email, guess where the text of the link is right there in the middle. They say, welcome to blah, blah, blah. Boom, click this link, it's highlighted, it's all special. You don't think. You just click that link right in the middle of that email and it's already gone in and done all the accept OKs and all the process for you. It's taken all of that out and taken you into the application. Now you've got an authenticated email address against, uh, uh, against your uh, account and you're ready in the software, whatever it is that it is. And you'll notice that the better software, the newer, uh, designed interfaces and uh, websites and things depending on the service will always take you to either like some some sort of overview page or something that takes it gives you a home everything that you would the the base action to do any other action on my uh, on this site or on this app is there in front of you the decision you what what they do is they make your decision tree tiny tiny what you want to do to have a great user experience is reduce friction for the end user so this is why when you start taking this a more logical uh, process to user experience you don't need to think if i was the user what menu would i want to see next you don't need to think about that you need to think about the decision trees of using your software so your your software is providing some sort of service Whatever that core service is, that there needs to be a button to get you. If that core service to get to it, you need to enter eight, uh, eight pieces of data, eight pieces of information first. You don't put in eight pieces of information on the page, plus that menu, plus all the other menus. You put in one, okay? And that is uh, um, like start, like path to the service being done. You'll see this on new apps, new apps that are like financial, you're signing up financial details, creating bank accounts. Um, and uh, For example, there, there's an application called, uh, it was called Acorns, it's now called Raise in Australia. It's an investment app. And their user interface, you can tell it's well designed because all of the processes, even though they need to get, do this whole complex process to get you to investing, this is creating multiple accounts across different things is because when you start in the menu, they're funneling you straight to the end goal. They're telling you, this is the place to go to do the thing that we do. This is the place to go to invest this button, one button. They're not, there's not one menu for setting up your account, another menu setting up for the bank account, another one setting up for shares, another one setting up for portfolio. There's start investing, boom, hit that button. And it takes you through the process. What would you probably wanna do if you wanna start investing? Well, step one is to, give you the uh to, to allow you to create a transfer account it's there in front of you create transfer account underneath or skip the step 
so you don't have to, but it's funneling you straight there. And guess what the most prominent button is on that page? Create account. You got it right. If you didn't get that right, then you need to have a serious think about user experience. What you want to do is if whatever action the user is going to take next, that's where you put that information. You might say, you might argue, especially as an engineer, you might argue, hey, I've already got a menu where the user can create account. There's a main menu slider that comes out and that you can create account. You know, bank account, for example. You know, as the user, I don't want to go, I need to open the slider to get to the menu. As intuitive as you think that is, and as intuitive as that may be, when I'm going start investing, and you bring that button to me that says create account, that's where I'm looking and pressing, I've reduced friction. There's one less button to press, there's one less thought to make, uh, thought to have, and one less decision to make. Reduce, so reduce the decisions of your users. Okay, I want you to really think about this for every software that you make, you can design out the final, the main functionalities, and you can work backwards from the final, work from the goal, because the user is using your app to achieve a goal. The sleeping app, start sleep cycle. They don't explain to you the math and all that sort of stuff. It's there, it's there, but they start with the alarm clock. My goal is to wake up at this time. Cool. Then it work. Then work backwards. Every decision tree, every function. So you've got a main uh, functionality of your app for software. You start with a main function and you work backwards. Maybe there's 18 steps before you get to that step. But what does the user see? That step, the final step, do function. And then funnel them through the process. And for each step that they need to do first or whatever, you bring that menu up to them. They never should have to click to another menu or another process and click there before going back to that same page and continuing work, continuing their process. Make it as simple as possible in terms of number of steps. Simplify the decision tree for them and you're good to go in terms of user experience. It's starting to become clearer. Now, let me extend it. So I just talked about software. Uh, engineering technical diagram, title block. All your information's in the title block. Beautiful, bottom right hand corner, whatever it is, or bottom left hand corner, doesn't matter. Or straight across the bottom of the border. Everything to do with the document together. Everything to do, so that includes your revision, the date, everything to do with the quality. So you have every uh, revision and the information of that revision, who drew it, who checked it, all of that together. That one seems obvious because it's called the title block. So obviously all the information goes there, but that's a user uh, experience uh, user experience kind of thing. Like it's like, it, it seems obvious on a technical diagram because you, you're almost forced to because of the standard. But if you think of it from a user experience thing, you can't argue, if you are the type of engineer that argues, oh, all the information is somewhere on that page. Cool, you're not wrong. But if you're not bringing the information together where the user needs, needs it, the second I need to look for a legend, boom, I look out, there's gotta be some sort of box with some sort of legend that looks layered on top of everything out of the way. And you put them all there. It's very clear. It's very clear. Uh, documentation. You got a document to make. This is exactly when I talk about uh, if you're in uni and you're submitting assignment, they say, hey, you need to do an assignment and you need to write a report on 
AI. And we're going to mark you against these 18 criteria. Cool. If you write, you may know everything about you AI and you write this whole thing and all the information's there. But if the reader, even though theoretically the information's there and you have the best information of the entire class. To improve the user experience, the user at the end of the day is the reader and the reader is your marker. So having a good user experience is important here because your goal isn't to write a report. Your goal is to get the good marks. True? Maybe. Anyway, what you do there is, and this is another obvious one, or if you don't know it, then you're welcome. But you, you start not by answering the question. You start by the marking criteria. Okay. You start by the marking criteria. You get all the sections that they have to tick and give you marks for. You make those headers and you answer them directly. Regardless if it's a nice report format or the flow works or whatever, every one of those headings and marking criteria should be easily answerable and tickable for the end user, i.e. your professor. Make it easy for them to give you the better grades. Okay? It's a minimum. And it also makes sure that you've actually covered all the questions that they could be marking against. This is the challenge in uni. You need to be going against the marking criteria. This is why I like subjects that do project work because that actually reflects more of real life. But taking that user experience example of, us, of an assignment, it might help you meet a contractual requirement or you're reading the latest engineering standard for, I don't know, the playground plastic or whatever. You should, to make sure you meet the standard, every part of the standard that could be questioned, that set of information is there. Everything that you need to know for you as the user or the assessor is already there together. Not in massive chunks or not messy or not too much information. You bring everything to where the user uh, is already looking for that data. So sometimes there will be situations you really need to think about it. And obviously, if you have an exact example, send me an email. Uh, on the Facebook page, join the group and make a comment. I'll answer directly how you can improve the user experience of whatever it is that you're designing. And it may or may not be a technical engineering thing, but if a user has to add it, then has to use it, then we can improve the user experience. Okay. Learn to improve your user experience. What happens is that levels up your reputation in your career straight away, because the people questioning you when some when you're new to a uh, project or somewhere somewhere new, where you're trying to meet something or meet an expectation, they're looking at they maybe subconscious they may not be harsh about it, but they're looking for they they don't they're looking for mistakes. At the end of the day, or they don't know what they're looking for. You're about to give them what they're going to look for. And basically, if you've learned good user experience, you've put everything where they needed to be, where you needed the information to be before they even thought of it. Whatever the natural natural next thought of whatever next information they would need, it's already there. Boom. All of a sudden, oh, that guy's work was really good, or that girl's work was really good. I don't even. They might not even know why. It's because they had a good time. They had least friction working with your diagram, working with your design working with your documentation you made them have a good time or the least a bad time of all of them 
It might be the most boring and mundane subject, but if you make people have the least bad time, you reduce friction, you win. Okay, that is user experience. That is how you can engineer user experience. Use your fault trees, use your techniques, break down the actual task that the user needs to do, bring it all back. If you're a non-engineer, you need to take this mindset and apply it to real life. Simple as that. Everything nice in life <laughs> that you enjoy or you like or you hate the least is because of this factor. It's because of this factor. So hopefully you've gained something from this. Maybe you got some value. If you have, let me know. Or if you know someone that could use this or they do always bad designs or they make work hard for you or whatever it is, this is the episode to share with them. Share. Um, we're going to have heaps more of this content coming up. And of course, uh, there's some questions starting to come in. The more and more they come in, the more and more I can address all of those. Okay, so as always, good luck with all your side projects. Uh, hopefully you got something out of this and I'll see you in the next one.